provide a summary with respect to the Chick-fil-A aspect of this because really we're talking about two items. First, uh, what we view as a significant improvement with respect to the traffic flow and the internal circulation of the property. Uh, we are proposing uh, a right turn only lane uh, into the Chick-fil-A portion of the uh, property. Our understanding is uh, if you, and thank you, Mr. Lewis, for sharing this. If you look at the plan uh, presently, you'll see this depicts a right turn only lane uh, right there into where the Chick-fil-A is situated. Uh, currently, that does not exist. So that is causing or helping to contribute to significant stacking issues, which everybody knows exists in the shopping center. Uh, we believe that improvement in tandem with a kitchen expansion of approximately 415 square feet with the Chick-fil-A, uh, which is going to permit, and Justin can address this, uh, quicker order processing on the site, coupled with a second drive-through lane with the Chick-fil-A is going to dramatically uh, cut down the stacking issues, but you're not going to see any longer any cars uh, spilling out onto 413. Uh, we really think, and, and Sandy Coza, who was our traffic engineer, who is our traffic engineer from McMahon, provided testimony at the zoning hearing board uh, indicating that with these improvements, we shouldn't have any more stacking into the single lane. Uh, the right turn only lane should be sufficient to handle uh, all of the Chick-fil-A generated traffic at the site. So we have the, uh, the Chick-fil-A improvements and then we had the improvements uh, to the, uh, exactly, if you could scroll down, please, uh, to the corner of the site, which previously uh, was noted as a 12,500 square foot building addition. As Mr. Sander uh, correctly summarized, that has been reduced to 9,000 square feet. Now, what was discussed at the zoning hearing board, and Mr. Rentschler can uh, briefly address this, there was a concern because of the parking configuration when we were at 12,500 square feet that uh, some of the parking spaces in the area, I think there's 16 depicted along the interior loop and the site, there were spaces that would be utilized so that cars would actually back out into the interior loop. With this revision, by reducing the size of the building itself from 12,500 square feet to 9,000 square feet, what that has allowed us to do is to reconfigure the parking such that everything is contained within the pad itself. So there wasn't going to be any more backing out into the loop. Uh, the effect of that is it's reduced the impervious surface but it has not reduced the impervious surface such that we were compliant or that we can be compliant with the zoning ordinance. If we could reduce the zoning, uh, the impervious, so that we were compliant, we wouldn't need to enter into the settlement agreement because, as Mr. Sander noted, the zoning hearing board did grant our other two variance requests. So uh, we have Dave Rentschler and Dustin Thornton to address any questions regarding the site design any questions regarding traffic circulation, uh, but what we're really here uh, to address specifically is the uh, reduction of the site from 12,500 square feet to 9,000 square feet. 
which would be uh, submitted for land development in conjunction with the associated Chick-fil-A improvements, which we believe on the whole would have a very positive impact um, at the shopping center. So that, that I think, is substantially a, a summary of where we are and how we've gotten here. And I think it might be appropriate if, if the board would indulge us uh, for a moment, if uh, we could have Dave Ranchler just provide a, a kind of a quick summary of what's changed, why it's changed, and why it's a better configuration than what, what we had submitted previously. Thanks, Mike. Um, Dave Ranchler, JMR Engineers. Um, so yeah, as Mike said, the zoning hearing board, they liked the improvements that we were doing to the site. Um, they weren't thrilled with the, the 12,500 square foot building. So ultimately we were reducing the size of, of the proposed building, which also reduces the amount of parking that's required. Um, one of their concerns with the initial application was, as Mike stated, uh, the, the 15 spaces between Bed Bath and Beyond in the proposed building and the 16 spaces between the proposed building and the Acme Shopping Center, um, they originally were along the, the main access drives of the shopping center. And if you go back to the original approved plan for the, um, for the shopping center, um, that's where they had future parking designated. Um, so we kind of held that with our original layout. Um, you know, taking into consideration their, their concerns with that, I agree that, you know, the parking along those main aisles isn't ideal. You don't like cars backing out into a, a heavily tribal aisle. Uh, so what we were able to do by shrinking the building was to put internal aisles uh, internal to our site to access parking and bring all that parking internal to our site uh, so that they're not backing out onto those main main drive aisles. Um, so as far as impervious reduction, what we reduced with the, with the building square footage, we kind of added some impervious to, to create these interior aisles to keep the parking internal to our site. So it wasn't a one for one reduction. Uh, because we did have to add back some impervious coverage to to make it a better design and keep that parking all internal to our site. But wasn't the impervious one of the issues that the zoning hearing board had with this uh, project? Yeah. Well, that's so so. So I mean, you didn't, that wasn't that wasn't taken care of apparently. Well, the site currently, to do anything, needs a variance for impervious coverage. Mm -hmm. So to put one square foot of, of impervious out there, it's going to need a variance. Okay. So even if that whole building pad site went away, just to do the Chick-fil-A imp improvements, we would need a variance for, to put that turn lane in for Chick-fil-A, we'd need a variance for that, for impervious coverage. Yeah. We, we have... Um had conversations with Mr. Glassman and Mr. Clark uh, regarding this design, and I certainly don't want to speak for them. My understanding is that this is uh, this design is more palatable to the zoning hearing board uh, versus what uh, the one variance that they denied. Um, the chairman, you, you are correct that they denied this on the basis of impervious surface. Uh, we have improved that, but we uh, – 
Morbius is going to require a variance. And what we've tried to do is, um, I think, attempt to uh, thread a needle, so to speak, here, where um, the shopping center views that there is a benefit of having a pad site approval, sort of a retail injection, a shot in the arm for the center at this location, um, and has tried to take into consideration some of the concerns that were expressed by the zoning hearing board and reduce the plan and revise the plan accordingly. Um, so we've we've attempted to do that. We think this is the better concept. We are always going to need uh, impervious surface uh, relief. It's just not as much as what we applied for originally. So that is why we're, we're here tonight. Um, and as Dave stated, the Chick-fil-A also has an increase of impervious because we're cutting into some of the islands uh, to facilitate the right turn only. But obviously, this is the bulk of the impervious. So it is an improvement. I think uh, the Zoning Hearing Board, again, I don't want to speak for them, but my understanding is they're, they uh, are uh, – their disposition is more friendly towards this particular uh, design, um, and it is an improvement, but it does not solve the impervious surface issue um, in its totality. You also add, Mr. Chairman, that um, the, this settlement has absolutely nothing to do with land development or uh, planning module uh, approvals. The applicant will still have to proceed before the board, file its plans, and obtain uh, land development and planning module approval, uh, which language is set forth in the settlement agreement. Okay. Uh, I, so if I, if I hear you talking uh, correctly, if I hear correctly about what you're saying about the impervious, because I noticed in the background information, it's the same, same percentages as the uh, terms of settlement for the, for the uh, impervious. So if I'm hearing you right, what you've done is uh, re redesign the pod uh, and, the, and bringing the parking interior to the pod so that the impervious request is going to stay the same even with we, the building. We, we have reduced it um, marginally. So it is reduced from 51.7 to 61.66. Okay. Uh, yeah. I should have seen that, but I didn't. <laughs> okay. Um, I saw the 61, I guess. Um the other, so I think Mr. Sander just asked my second question, but let me ask it just uh, to be sure that land development is still ahead of us so that any, um, any uh, needs that we, that we come up with uh, can still be addressed yes. in land development. Now, I had a question going up to the Chick-fil-A area, and again, this might be more of a land development question, uh, but... I've seen some um, some um, plans that looks like it only could queue up about six cars in that right turn lane. Have you, uh, and I haven't seen uh, the, the traffic study or anything like that to, to know uh, if that's going to alleviate the stacking problem and how that helps. And you know, is there a way to extend? Is there a way to extend that? Right turn lane, so you can stack more cars. Or was I seeing? Was I not seeing it right? I can I can expand on that a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, actually, if whoever sharing this screen, if they could go to the second sheet of the plan set, where the blow up of that area. Okay, 
So that's what I think I've seen. Yeah. So is is, is what we did here was the the uh, Chick Fil A currently has um, if you see the parallel parking stalls there right now they have angled parking and they they have one drive through lane. So is what we did is we added a second drive through lane internal to the the Chick Fil A as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you if you look into the the traffic study that our traffic engineer prepared, um, currently the existing Chick Fil A has is using about twenty three stacking spaces, which backs traffic all the way out that single lane, and then up to in front of the Applebee's. If just doing what we're doing internal to without the without the turn dedicated turn lane, just internal to the site. We're able to stack 24 cars internal to the site, so it's one more internal to the site without the drive, without the right turn only lane, um, plus the additional cars uh, in the right turn only lane. So, so in, in essence, you're getting another one, those six in the right turn lane. So you're going, you know, to 30 cars that you can stack without without interfering with the through traffic. Um, right now, 23 cars on average are, are being stacked at Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. which packs it up to the Applebee's. So. Thank you. Thank you. So, but the, uh, the traffic engineering reports, they, they seem to think that will help the situation. Absolutely. We, we had Ms. Coza at the zoning hearing board. She provided um, that it was her opinion that this was going to um, function as a permanent resolution uh, to the traffic stacking issue in the center. And she actually also provided her opinion because a question was raised by one of the zoning hearing board members about if this did not address the issue, were we going to create any uh, any traffic problems by uh, approving a pad in the corner? Is that going to generate an increase in traffic to offset the improvements from Chick-fil-A? And she provided an opinion that that was absolutely not the case. Um, and she was very definitive about that. So um, as as you correctly stated, we would have to go through the land development. We've, we've provoked the land development process. We have compiled a traffic study. Uh, this is would be analyzed thoroughly by the township, but our traffic engineer is, is very confident that uh, this is going to solve the issue, uh, even with the pad site at the center permanently. Last question I had was, um, what if I get stuck in that straight through line and I, and I want to get into Applebee's or I want to get into, I want to, you know, you realize that I'm in the wrong line for Chick-fil-A. Uh, what's, what's that going to, I'm guessing a a traffic study would have uh, a consideration of, you know, someone in the wrong lane and is there, is there going to be marked a a dedicated lane that that dedicated lane is for Chick-fil-A? Well, if you were to enter that, that right turn only lane, that, that accesses the the same parking field for Applebee's. Right. As it does for Chick Fil A, so that's a common, that's like a almost a shared, shared parking area. So, if if they were decided, hey, we're going to go into Applebee's. They what if I decide late to do that, and I'm I'm in the straight through lane? Oh, if you're in a straight through lane, yeah, yeah, you would have to probably cycle around the the, you know, maybe 
make a left turn down one of the drive aisles and come back up. Good. Couldn't you, Dave, make a right, right pass if you're looking at the plan here? Uh, you make a right, right pass the Chick-fil-A structure, and then I believe you can yeah, make a right back. behind. There's still a lane behind the Chick-fil-A so that you could make a, a right and a right instead of going through the whole center. Yeah. That was a question that came up. I think it was actually at the Planning Commission before we went to zoning. Uh, there was some concern when we were talking about the two lanes about whether we were going to be eliminating the uh, ingress, egress, uh, or, or drive-by lane behind the Chick-fil-A, and you can see with the plan that that's not being impacted because the lanes merge after they place the order. And there's, there's actually an access before our right-turn-only lane into Applebee's, so there, there is a, an access into Applebee's before we start our right-turn-only lane. Um, okay. But if you happen to miss that one, yes, you could you could still go straight through, wrap around the back of, of Chick-fil-A and, and just, you know, get to Applebee's that way. Okay. Thank you. That's my questions. Mr. Mack. Uh, yes, thank you. Um, you know, I was uh, wondering from the very beginning why... Uh, you went to the zoning hearing board with basically two applications in one, and because the uh, impervious surface uh, situation, uh, you know, they didn't like that, you couldn't make improvements in the turning lane. And uh, I was told basically that this happens, and in my experience, I've never seen such a thing with two different projects were put into the same application and uh, I was told it would save money but then I guess you took the zoning hearing board to court and you probably spent more money there than you would have by filing a separate application because you know I was uh, I'm in favor of any improvement to the Chick-fil-A um, I'm not quite so sure about the uh, retail pad which I believe at the when it was at before the zoning hearing board, it was for an old navy. Um, I don't know what you plan to put there now, but um, so I was just curious as why these two things were bundled together and and the impervious surface got in the way of improving the traffic to Chick Fil A. So briefly, uh, we did file an appeal. We haven't. Um litigated the matter. Our, our focus has been on working with the parties to see if we could reach a resolution. So we've not, uh, we've not been on in court on this. We've tried to engage in correspondence and dialogue to facilitate a resolution, uh, which is why, why we're here to attempt to broker that. I can just say based on our experience and, uh, I just actually had a, a dialogue with, uh, a neighboring or a, a nearby township with the shopping center we represent where there were a couple different tenants and improvements going in that the township had corresponded with me because there are rumors about one of the pad sites being demolished and replaced um, with uh, a bank instead of a, a, a quick service restaurant. And they wanted to know before they approved uh, our other land development application or other improvements within the center itself uh, if that was true, if that other user was coming in through that process, because 
ordinarily, in our experience, the township professionals want to be apprised of all the proposed improvements to a shopping center. So even though it's a separate tenant, if you're looking to um, improve or to change one aspect of the center, and at the same time, you know you're also looking to alter or improve another aspect of the center, ordinarily, it's viewed as more efficient to handle that at once so you can take into consideration how that improvement is going to uh, impact another improvement elsewhere. So it, it is typically bundled uh, for that reason instead of six months later filing something or, or having a separate application that happens to affect the same property since it's the same parcels. I can only say based on my experience, um, it's not, it wasn't a strategic thing here. It was something that is consistent with uh, our practice. And we thought if we were uh, going to be improving some of the uh, Chick-fil-A aspect and we also were attempting to uh, get approval for a pad site, we could take care of that at the same time. The only other comment that I would make is a Chick-fil-A, and I don't want to speak for Chick-fil-A, but Chick-fil-A leases uh, that particular building for their operations. But some of the improvements to facilitate um, the Chick-fil-A operation are improvements to the center. They're not improvements to land that Chick-fil-A controlled. So my client and, and Mr. Lowe, who's here, was involved and was going to be involved even if it was just the Chick-fil-A because it necessarily came with improvements to the center. So it wasn't just interior improvements to the Chick-fil-A. And when we spilled into having to improve the center as a whole, that's when we thought it made sense to tie in the pad site, which was unrelated to the Chick-fil-A. So I, I'm not sure if that answers your question. But <laughs> Long-winded response, <laughs> but I, I think it's an honest response from us. Thank, thank you for that. Uh, but in any case, in terms of improvement of traffic, I think there would still be a lot of work that could be done in that center. We talked about that a little bit in terms of the short uh, road uh, entranceway coming in and people having to make a quick decision which way they're going to turn to to go where, it's not a typical uh, arrangement. So if you really wanted to improve the traffic, uh, you'd have to think about doing something uh, in that general area where there's lots of people going through the stop sign, making turns in different directions, and all very close to the dorm road or bypass there. Um, so I really hope uh, this works out and uh, as you predicted, but sometimes I guess Chick-fil-A might have a, <clears throat> a special or they're celebrating something and uh, there might be twice as many cars. Would this uh, solve that problem? Well, certainly I don't um, know that I'm obviously, uh, I'm not a traffic engineer to predict if there's a, an unusual, a very unusual day where uh, we have twice the traffic that we normally have. Uh, what I can state is what Ms. Koza stated at the zoning hearing board, which was that she was very confident and, and actually had provided, and I don't know if Justin has the figures, but had provided just the kitchen expansion itself actually was going to speed up the, it was something like it was going to cut what, maybe six seconds per minute off of uh, the average order preparation. And when you extrapolate that over an entire day, 
uh, the numbers are actually fairly significant in terms of how much more quickly we're going to be able to process orders. So she had done an analysis of the kitchen improvement in tandem with the two lanes, in tandem with the right turn only, and it was her opinion that when you take that in the aggregate, that yes, it would be a, uh, a dramatic improvement for the shopping center. So uh, I don't want to mischaracterize her testimony, but I, I do think that was the opinion that she provided to the zoning hearing. Well, obviously anything like this is, would be a, a big improvement. Um, uh, and the kitchen, the new kitchen is something uh, that would speed things up, uh, that's for sure. The, the zoning hearing board relation to the settlement wasn't 100% in agreement with the settlement. I think the vote was three to two, is that correct? Uh, it wasn't at a, I don't think the zoning hearing board has voted yet. Uh, that's my understanding. I know they had a meeting on Thursday night. My understanding is that a majority of the zoning hearing board has expressed approval for this iteration of the plan. I don't know that they, uh, that they voted after the meeting to sign settlement. I, my understanding is that would be occurring at their next meeting. But if, if Mr. Sander, if you have other information, feel free to correct me. Yeah, let me interject here. Um, the Zoning Hearing Board was asked um, by both the developer and the township um, to poll its uh, its board members to see if it would be in favor of uh, the settlement. Um, they said by a th- it was a three to two, wasn't a vote, wasn't a formal vote. It was direction that was given to their solicitors that they would favor the settlement agreement if the township entered, agreed to enter into it. So if the township makes the first move, the zoning hearing board at its February meeting will have to consider and have to vote in public on whether to authorize signing the agreement. So if the board was of a mind to do this, the motion would include uh, a contingency uh, whereby it would be conditioned on the zoning hearing board also approving formally the settlement agreement. Uh, I get it. I was just going to ask. I mean, I guess we're just a party. We're not the, the major uh, one making the decision. And I was, uh, I guess I was led to believe that they actually had a vote. But I guess that has to be done in public, just like we're doing here. Absolutely. That's right. And this, um, and, and this is true both for the township and for the zoning hearing board. But if if both uh, bodies, the township and the zoning hearing board, were to approve this, this in no way is approving the plan that's in front of you. It's really improving the percentages, approving the percentages in relation to what we're we're submitting. So uh, we would have to come and obviously deal with the township's consultants, address traffic concerns, address any engineering concerns stormwater, et cetera, have to go through that entire process, and the township uh, would have to consider that in, in turn. This is not an approval of uh, the plan uh, to move forward. Okay, well, thanks for the clarification. I think that's all the questions I have right now. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. Davis. I'm just trying to figure out, uh, I understood, I heard Mr. Rentler speaking about, you know, the two um, drive-throughs opportunity two lanes but I think it's still going to be a ton of traffic Um, and 
I mean, the, those folks at Chick-fil-A do a, a great job now trying to get through the line. Um, I have four young kids that love the Nuggets tremendously, so I'm there quite often. And, um, you know, they have employees outside taking, taking orders and so forth um, to get, get, a, get, get people through. My question, I guess, for Mr. Rentler is, is there another way um, besides that? Um, because I honestly don't know if yeah, the two trap, the two drive. I think there's just going to be more people going to Chick Fil A because they know they have more drive-thrus. Honestly, so there's got to be. A, is there another way to, for entrance um, that you've seen, or they should actually just try to uh, explore? Sure. Um, hey, good evening. Um, my name is Justin Thornton. I work for uh, Major Consulting. I'm a, a consultant for Chick Fil A. They they use me in all the Northeast uh, projects to help them navigate, you know, approvals and, and designs uh, for both new stores and, re- and remodels. Um, and first of all, Mr. Oxley, I appreciate your uh, loyalty with your kids going to uh, get our nuggets. <laughs> Mine like them as well. No problem. Um, but as uh, David was mentioning, uh, it's more of a, it's a multi-approach to solving the, or trying to solve the traffic problem here. Um, obviously, as it was mentioned, I mean, this site's an older site. When it was built, Chick-fil-A, I don't think they dreamed they'd ever be this busy. Um, and so I guess it's a good problem to have, but it is a problem. And, and that's why we're going back to, to remodel a lot of these older sites. Um, and this one's been in the, in the works for a while, trying to figure out different options, different layouts to, that we can utilize. Um, that Not only are we, as, as was mentioned, not only are we, adding additional stack to the site just to have more volume to put cars in. But that building addition, as well as having employees outside, and we're putting a bypass lane by the pickup window, so if there's a larger order, you know, we can serve cars, again, with people going out there to deliver food to the cars behind them so they can circle through and exit. And then with the kitchen addition, trying to make the orders get processed quicker. When you combine all that together, um, I forget what Sandy had mentioned. The, uh, um, Mike, maybe you recall the number of c- uh, cars that we're stacking today out there. Uh, I don't remember that exact number, but there's X number of cars. The theory behind it is we don't need X number of cars afterwards because of the other improvements that are going to get the processing of the food and, and the delivery of the food done quicker. Um, but the, uh, the right turn lane is there, I'll say, is a, a backup plan, so to speak. Um, it's a supplemental improvement. It's, a supple- it's not designed to be the be-all, end-all. Correct. Fix. It's, one, it's one of the improvements. Now, I know, Mr. Oxley, you mentioned uh, your, your question specifically had to do with uh, another access just to clarify, are you talking about another access within the shopping center, like another from the road, or? Yeah, yes. I mean, I, I personally haven't been involved in any of those discussions, if there have any. Um, I mean, it's too many days. So it hasn't been explored. That, so that option hasn't been explored yet? Is that, is that kind of what I'm Not doing? that I'm aware. David, are you aware of any of those? Have you looked at any other options to bring traffic into the, into the shopping the only, center? The only reason why I ask that question is because that's like oh, use the true primary access for everything in that shopping center. 
um, and you're you're thinking about putting other Miss Important isn't you, but you're thinking about putting something else further on in the in, in the shopping center, and that's just going to create more traffic. So, and I know that Staples and Bed Bath Beyond don't get a lot of use, but I, Mr. I, I don't want to pronounce your name, McGinnis, is that right? Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry about that. If I screwed that up, I apologize. Forgive me. Um, but you said to give the you said to give the shopping center uh, a shot in the arm. So obviously, whatever that is going to be on that pad site is something that uh, will be a huge attraction. Is, is what they're what the developers going for? So I'm just curious. Back to my original question: Is there another option? Because there's going to be a heck of a, a lot of traffic. I love that you guys want to do two extra drive-throughs and all this good stuff, but I think there's just going to be more, and I'd like to see uh, something else um, presented in terms of options to enter the um, shopping center, if that's possible. It doesn't sound like that's being explored yet, unless someone's going to answer that question for me. Uh, I, I, I think that you know our traffic engineer probably did explore it. I mean, you, so you're talking about coming off of Durham Road with another another entrance into the shopping center. And, you know, to do that... I mean, what, I mean I'm mean, i asking you guys because you're the ones that want this to be done, so I'm trying to figure out how many options have you explored. Not to be a jerk here, but I'm just trying to find out how many different options have been explored before you come to this decision. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I mean, I'm not a traffic engineer. I know, you know, I'm, I'm enough, I know enough to okay. be dangerous. I'm enough to be dangerous, but... <laughs> but just looking sure. at, at okay. Durham Road, I mean, I know it's a signalized... Okay, the, the intersection into the shopping center is signalized, and not far to the to the west is another signalized, uh, I believe, intersection. Um, so, so whenever you look at doing a, another entrance in and out off of a road like Durham Road, um, which is a multi-lane highway that's signalized, and, and you're in between uh, traffic signals, you're going to affect you know the traffic out on that major road. Um, negatively, you know, so it, it's, it's really not a, uh, I don't think it's, I mean, I don't want to speak as a traffic engineer, but it doesn't, you know, my, I just first blush, it doesn't look like it would be a feasible solution. Yeah, I would be, be shocked if PennDOT approved, first of all, there's too limited of an area between signals for PennDOT to approve, in, in my opinion, a, a signal in between the traffic signal on 332 and the traffic signal further down to, to, to put another traffic signal in here, we would need PennDOT's approval. Um, I don't think that would be obtained at what point we're talking. You're going to need PennDOT's approval for anything, but to put another signal in there at the bend, then you're talking about a, a right turn only in or a right turn only out. We, we have, we delayed going in front of the zoning hearing board Actually, let me take a step back. We met with uh, township professionals about this project, and I know Chick-fil-A separately met with township professionals. We're probably going on two years now to try to address the issue. Then we were in front of the planning commission, and we did a presentation, uh, and we had recommended approval from the planning commission, and we actually resubmitted and revised our plan because we kept tweaking this to try to make the situation better. So we appeared twice in front of the Planning Commission just with respect to the Chick-fil-A to improve the, uh, 
the traffic circulation and to make sure we had done everything that we could in the interior of the center to minimize um, traffic issues. So I completely understand the question and I understand the point, but I, I just want to emphasize that this was not a, uh, a decision that we you know, threw something together on a plan and submitted it to try to uh, get approval from the zoning hearing board. It, it, it's been at least two years in the works and even after we submitted it, we were revising the plan with Chick-fil-A, you know, if you look at the uh, the pickup windows, for example, we have a, a uh, kind of a bypass lane next to the pickup windows because we thought that that was going to improve stacking so that if there's a, a problem that someone's order is taking longer than someone else's, you have a, an area that's not compressed so a car can pull by uh, to keep the flow of traffic there. So we, we've really been looking at this. Um, and, and this was the design that we thought was the most realistic that was going to actually get approved and actually make a difference. So uh, again, I'm not, I'm not an engineer, but, but that is uh, an accurate summary of what we've looked at over the last two years. Thank you. And, and uh, I forget, is there, there, is there a traffic study that exists or? Yeah. Okay. Right. It was submitted as an exhibit to the zoning hearing board and would have to, of course, be submitted and analyzed by the township's consultants for any land development project. Thank you. Mr. Chairman, uh, if the board is of a mind, it will be a motion to authorize uh, the township to execute a settlement agreement and stipulation with uh, Newtown Bucks Associates and the Newtown Township Zoning Hearing Board to settle Newtown Bucks Associates zoning appeal subject to the condition that the zoning hearing board authorized the execution of the agreement. I'll make that motion. Do I have a second? I, I don't. I'll second. Okay, I'm motion I'm second. I'm having trouble with my. I know. Any uh, further questions from the board? From the public? You raise your hands. One second, some time here. Uh, Mr. McCarran. So I, I just want to talk about um, traffic and, and this proposal. Um, I think uh, some of you know, I mentioned this before, I was Chief Financial Officer of Tire Companies, which was the parent company of the Arby's Restaurant System, and we bought Wendy's, and that's when I retired right after that. Um, and when I see this set up, I go to Staples quite a lot. Um, I don't go to Chick-fil-A quite a lot. So, but that's sort of ingrained. I mean, it was like it's, we owned RC Cola at one point. I would never buy a Pepsi. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> um, so, but I guess my question is, right now as I see the setup, this double drive-through, you effectively have double drive-through now, don't you? I see individuals outside um, stand, taking orders in two lanes, and they've created a double drive-through. And yet there's traffic backed up, you know, as I come down Durham Road, 1130, there's traffic backed up um, so that if I want to make a right, I mean, I, I typically, a lot of times I'll find myself going left, going into the in front of Acme and all the way around to get to Staples. And this, this drive, this widening just doesn't seem to me adequate. And I, and I recognize Mr. Calabro's point, which is, 
this is COVID and hopefully people will start ordering. But there, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of wasted space in terms of on the far side of Chick-fil-A. Um, right now you're using order pickup on that side. And then there's a lot of parking spaces that aren't utilized. And it just seems to me there must be a better way to, to organize this, either that you, you use for parking um, the staple side and to order pickup and parking and cannibalize part of your parking lot to take in traffic and, and create sort of like a little wrapping around inside that parking area. So you're, you're moving a lot more than six spaces worth of cars and you're making sure that's, that's all open. Or you figure out a way to not have a right turn lane at all and go drive past it and turn right and go all the way around the back and then come in. Um, so I, I, just, I just think that what you're proposing is a modest solution, but even in the hours of 1130 to 130, an inadequate Thank you. Anyone else have any questions from the public? Okay, seeing none. Uh, we have a motion and a second. No further questions. So I will call the question. All those in favor? Aye. Any opposed? No. Uh, no. How many no's? Didn't hear them. No. 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 Okay. So I, I guess you got three no's. It's uh, it's defeated.